Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode for your Wednesday morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever day of the week it is you're listening. We just want to say thank you for tuning in, and um, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it because I never always want to uh, start the shows by saying that. Like, we never want to look over um, all of you that listen and support the show. Uh, it's it just humbles us every week. We're growing, and uh, more people are reaching out and, and just saying how the show's helping them and, and helping them further their business and uh, their life and stuff like that. So any way we can help, I always want to be there and be a source of uh, just I don't know inspiration, joy, whatever we can do to add uh, some value to you and your life and your family. We want to do that in in whatever way we can. So. Always feel free to reach out. I just wanted to say thank you, thank you for listening, and this is going to be another fun episode today. So, what we're going to do? We got a few uh, few notes we're going to run through here in the beginning, and uh, just a few things to go over for some upcoming uh, events, and just kind of do a little uh, business recap for where we are right now in the year. And uh, then I want to get into a topic today that I think is going to be very um, eye opening. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it might it might hit some of you uh, in between the eyes. I know it has me before when I think about this topic, and it's one that uh, it's been on my mind for a while. And I've just tried. I've, I've been debating whether or not to talk about it, and if I was going to talk about it, how to go about doing it. And we're just going to be straightforward with it and just hit it right between the eyes. And uh, just we're just going to talk about it the way we need to be, to be the way it needs to be talked about. So if you are uh, Wanted to stay tuned for that, then stay tuned. And we'll be t- coming here in about four or five minutes, and we'll get into that topic today. But just wanted to go over some things real quick here in the beginning. Uh, we got Together in the Trades coming up. That is right around the corner. Uh, it is currently the beginning of June in 2022, and this uh, Together in the Trades is end of the month. So we are less than a month away. Very, very excited for that event. Excited to be there. Hopefully get to do some podcasting. Hopefully get to meet a bunch of you guys that are going to come out and, and hang out for the weekend and have a really good time building your marriage, furthering your marriage, and just strengthening your relationships with each other and um, and helping build your business as well. But at the end of the day, the business can't be successful if your marriage isn't successful. Uh, or if the business is successful, your marriage probably isn't successful a lot of the times. That's the way things happen. But that's not the way we want it. We want you to have a, a successful marriage and a successful business. So that is something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, I, I say we. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting this on at all. I just... I really like backing the event and supporting it because it is just something that I think the industry needs across the board, and I think more industries out there need it. Uh, just business owners, any type of business owners should. They, I wish they had events like this. I know, I know other industries uh, that that don't that don't do this. That don't bring the community together. They don't bring husbands and wives together and focus on the family and all the all the great sponsors that are going to be behind that event. Uh, it really shows you what kind of companies they are when they when they put out money and they spend their marketing money. Um, for a small niche event like this, a hundred people are going to be there. 
But these companies are going to spend a significant amount of money to sponsor this event and back it. And it just shows you, uh, at the end of the day, that these companies really care about families and putting family values first and, and all the things that go along with that. So very, very excited. Nashville, Tennessee, there's a few spots left. If you haven't gotten those tickets yet, um, I'm not paid to do this at all. I just, like I said, I like backing the event. So you can get those at togetherinthetrades.com. And um, like I said, wrapping up, we got less than a month away. Uh, there, I don't think there's that many tickets left, but I know there are some available. So if you want to get those, reach out uh, to, to maybe Brian or, or Liz or uh, Caleb or Brittany, but they're at togetherinthetrades.com, and you can get those. And I look forward to seeing everyone there. They also, another thing that we see that I see going on, on social media right now is GIE. And that's crazy that we're already to this point in the year. We're like halfway there, but uh, we're over halfway, actually, I think. Uh, but it's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be here in October, and I don't even, forgive me, I don't even remember the end of the, the dates exactly. It's like mid-October. I think it's the third weekend in October, the 18th or something like that. But uh, we're seeing everybody post their codes and stuff, all their half-offs. I don't care what code you get. I don't have a code to use, so <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't really matter to me. But I do want you to use a code. I mean, I use a code. I save money. Uh, we're not going to talk about whose code we use. But um, anyway... We are going to go up there, and we'll be there at GIE in 2022, and uh, it's going to be a very fun time getting to also, again, hang out and network with some guys and, and just podcast away and get to meet people and um, just grow the community, grow the relationships, and uh, further your business as, as well. And the main thing out of that event that you're going to get is major, major networking and uh, getting to build some relationships. So uh, that's also a great event. I know everybody's, like I said, posting their codes. So find somebody's code, use it, save yourself $10, uh, but get your spot while Early Bird still is available. And because it'll creep up on you before we know it, and then you'll be here. It'll be two or three weeks away, and then you'll be paying thirty or forty dollars to get in instead of ten. So find somebody's code. I don't care whose it is. Use it. And uh, we hope to see everybody there at GIE. A little update on where we are in business today. Mid-June, Spring Rush is finally starting to wind down. We're getting into really the swing of things mode. We're actually still picking up uh, some lawn maintenance clients, which is really, really fun. And um, it's it's a blessing because we needed to pick up some more lawn maintenance clients because um, after last year, we dropped so many uh, we dropped a, we dropped quite a few last year because they just weren't they weren't good clients for us. It didn't fit our business anymore, and it was just one of those things that they were out of our route. They were too far, and I've talked about this in, in previous podcasts. But it was something that I had to do to get to be really really efficient in my business the way we, that we needed to be, and I needed to 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 walk the to walk the walk and talk the talk. Like if I'm going to sit on here and talk about it, then I need to do it in my own business. Um, so. We dropped, I think, 20 to 25 clients from last year. So our lawn maintenance took a big hit, and uh, we haven't done any marketing campaigns to make that up. We're just trying to shrink our service area and make those up that we lost last year. And, it, and it's done pretty well. We've we've actually gained uh, quite a few without having to do any marketing, which has been a beautiful thing. Uh, it's been a blessing in, in, for our business. We've also been taking on a lot of landscape jobs, so those kind of have kept us busy on our short weeks. So... Right now, we have one week that's pretty full, and then the next week is not as full. So we've been trying to do landscape jobs on those weeks, and it's just it's worked good for us, man. It's it's we have a lot of room to grow and a and a lot of um just a lot of places to go, a lot of bigger things to do. But this year, we definitely at the beginning of the year, that's what I wanted to do was uh, kind of scale down and get really uh, cut trim the fat. I know a lot of people would say that, and that's what we want to do. We wanted to get rid of our non profitable clients. Get uh get really in depth with the ones that we that we do have that are profitable. Offer them more services. Um, sell landscape jobs to them. Our our customers that we already have. Turn them into uh, recurring customers in different areas. So well, that's that's what we've done. We've been pretty successful at it. Uh, we got a lot of just I don't know, man. 
fun stuff coming up the rest of the year. We're trying to, to book more landscape jobs. We're trying to take on more lawn maintenance clients, and it's just a fun time. I would like to get into uh, maybe, maybe some small hardscape type things. I have put off the training to do it, and, and I have all the courses and everything. I just got to sit in and watch it one night and and uh, spend some days studying and getting into that. If y'all have gotten into that, if you've kind of transitioned from lawn maintenance maybe into some small hardscape, maybe some small patios or anything like that, and you have any advice you can give, let me know. Reach out and let me know because that's something I've thought about doing. Just haven't done it yet. I mean, business, it's crazy life. I mean, just a lot of crazy things going on. But uh, business is very well. We have a lot of fun things coming up for the rest of the year to kind of get us through. And, and it's been fun kind of letting Ben become a foreman and, and take on that role more, more so. So I'm not having to be out there in the field every day. And we're trying to promote him and let him learn and grow and uh, go as far as he wants to go in the company. And that's the thing is we want to create a space where uh, our employees enjoy working and we feel like a family here. So that is what we're doing in, in the, on the landscape, lawn maintenance side of things. Podcast is doing very well, growing every day, like I said. Uh, we're going to start actually a new thing coming up here soon. And um, this is something that I, I guess, I don't know. I guess, Yeah, let's just go ahead and we'll go ahead and announce it. Uh, this is a big, kind of a big announcement is we're going to go into uh, adding an a, a extra day of uh, shows shows uh, we're gonna add an extra day of shows so we're gonna from two days to three week to three days of content a week and what we're gonna do is we're gonna go on Mondays we're gonna start the we're gonna start marriage Mondays and this is gonna be a, a really fun thing that I think is gonna be very beneficial to a lot of people out there and it's not just for married people but uh, it's going to be targeted toward married people or people that are engaged in serious relationships looking to get married uh, that run companies together, run businesses, because it's like I said, off piggybacking off together in the trades, you run a business together whether you like it or not, um, even if your spouse isn't in it every day. And that's something that me and Savannah have learned over the past couple of years, being married together. We just celebrated our two-year anniversary um, two days ago, so... Uh, it has been, uh, it's just been fun learning and seeing how, how far we've come, but also we want to give back whatever content we can. So we're going to start on Mondays, a special program It's going to be called marriage Mondays. And it's going to be where we go through once a week and we just do a short episode. It's probably not gonna be very long at all, but it's going to be something to add a little bit more content and more value to, to everyone listening. But we're going to go through, we're going to pick one topic that, that is applicable um, in marriage and business. And we're going to kind of dive into that a little and see how we have handled it and some things that we think we could do better. And uh, so just give some advice. And we might get into interviewing some people and doing something like that. That That's kind of the route I would like to take it is doing interviews with married couples and talking about specific things in depth. Because a lot of times if Savannah joins a show or something, we'll skim over some things, but we won't really go into depth about everything. And so we want to pick a topic every week. And um, we're gonna try this at least. Like I said, we're gonna try this to start. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're able to. We'll be able to sustain it every week, but we're gonna try our very, very best to do that. We're gonna pick one topic. So, just for example, like communication will be a topic one week. Uh, and um, I don't know. There's so much. There's so many other things we can get into. I don't. I don't want to go through all that today. But um, we're gonna pick a topic, dive into it, and talk about how we think uh, we we have grown and learned from the mistakes we've made. And then try to give some advice for for other guys out there that are uh, married, men and women, both both listening in here. So 
that's kind of a rundown of everything. And it's kind of, like I said, wanted to just do a, a real quick recap in the beginning of uh, what we got coming up together in trades, GIEs coming up. Well, I guess I was, man, I, I, <laughs> I got this far into it and realized I was, it's Equip Expo. It's not GIE anymore. So good thing, I guess, I guess it's a good thing I don't have a code through them because they probably wouldn't appreciate me calling them, calling it that. But uh, Equip Exposition is what's coming up in October. That's going to be a really fun time. Everything about business and podcasts that we just try to keep everybody up to date. I'm an open book. I want to hear. I want everybody to know what kind of what we're doing. And uh, so, if you have any questions along the way, if you hear that we're going through something, and you might be like, "Man, we're we're in that stage too. How are you doing this?" Reach out. Let me know. Uh, love love doing that. Uh, but the the topic I wanted to talk about today for just a few more minutes, and we're gonna play a clip at the end that I think is gonna be very very beneficial for you uh, to listen in and 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 just take into your brain today just listen to it one or two or three times to like really digest it all but uh the thing that i was saying at the beginning that has kind of just irked me recently is i've just seen some guys who and we're not going to talk about specifics but about anybody it's not even everybody not in our industry just people that own businesses that have a me mentality and and i'm in a my i it's my world it's my business it's my company that kind of mentality and that's something that i really really can't handle and i and i don't enjoy um i don't enjoy listening to people talk like that it just really gets under my skin and it and i think it it goes back to the thing of like it's just it's not the way i was raised it, it wasn't i wasn't raised to be a prideful person and and i all i mean i definitely have my issues i'm not talking down about people and i'm saying we have all the same issues like i have the same issues i struggle with this stuff as well but um, the, the thing that I think is one of my biggest things in business with the podcast, with everything that we do is I always want to have a we instead of me mentality. And I know everybody's heard that we instead of me, but I think it's so crucial, especially when you're young in business, you're starting out, you're, you're getting a few employees here and there. Uh, if you start with this whole I, me, my type talk, then employees aren't going to want to work there. They're not going to want to listen to you in your soapbox about how you've done this and you've done that. And that's the thing when people say my company and in my company, I've done this and this is my podcast and my, 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 like that. It's not yours without the other people helping you and supporting you. It's not my podcast without each and every one of you listening. It's not my lawn maintenance business without each and every one, each and every employee that I've ever had that's ever worked for me. Or each and every customer that I've had that supports us and supports our small business and helps us be be an actual business. Like that doesn't happen without them. So yeah, I guess you you make the decisions and you run the show, I guess you could say, especially if you're a solo guy. But if you have employees and you have a, a big client base, it is it is a we instead of me. When you send out your newsletters at the beginning of the year, you should be thanking them for supporting you in your in your small business. And and I consider them family. Like that's when we send it out. I always I always uh, title it, uh, not title, address it, growing green family because that's that's what we want to do. We want to have that we instead of me mentality. And it's just something that has really gotten under my skin. Listen to people talk and and get on Instagram and do Instagram lives and just. I, man, just different. It just really irks me. And and like I said, it's not one person in specific. I'm not calling out anybody here. It's just overall, in general, in life, people, influencers, all kinds, of, in other industries. That's what I'm saying here. It's not just, it's not people in the green industry. I'm just saying I can't handle with the with the the I my it's my show. It's my company. Um, one great quote is by Howard Schultz is success is best when it's shared. And that's something that I think you should live by every single day because. It, it is best when it's shared. When you're sharing it, when you're sharing your success, you're helping other people. 
and uh, it just it just gets under my skin. And and I know this is kind of a little rant. I'm not adding that much value at all, but it's just something that I wanted to talk about. And hopefully, if you're going through that, maybe you're in that stage of I my company. It's it's my show. Then just try not to get caught up in it. And like I said, I've been through that stuff. I understand. I I've had that complex of man. I've done really good with this company. This is I've done really good stuff. And that's good. You don't need to look overlook yourself and you don't need to cut yourself short for the work you've put in, the time you've put in, the effort you've put in, the sweat equity, the blood and the tears and everything that goes along with that. I'm not saying discount your hard work and your accomplishments. I'm just saying in doing it, in realizing you have accomplished a lot of things, think about the people who have helped you do it. Your parents that have taught you along the way, your teachers who taught you in school, maybe you went to college, your professors who helped you get that degree, who taught you business. All of that stuff, like that doesn't happen without them. You don't do that. It's very rare that one person just starts their own company with no foundation from anybody else, no help, no nothing along the way. And and it's just, it, I don't know, it just gets under my skin. So like I said, I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep rambling and just saying it gets under my skin, but I, there's a few, another acronym is TEAM. TEAM is, what? what is the acronym? What is the acronym, the famous acronym um, for team and it's together everyone achieves more and that's just what happens together everyone will achieve more if you work together you put minds together you include everybody that's gonna achieve, you're gonna achieve a lot more that way and um, another just one final quote is if your actions inspire others to dream more learn more do more and become more then you're a leader and that's what we want to do as business owners we want to be leaders and we want to help other people. And, and I think that's what most of you listening to the show want to do with yourself and with your life and your business. And you want to make money and give back and give to charities and things that you feel strongly about. And that's great. But make sure as you do it to include your team along the way. And you you will really be a leader if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more. And you're really going to build a successful team. We've had podcasts where we talked about uh, company culture and things like that. We're not going to get into all that today. But what I'm saying is... That's a really good way to start is is you start those things and you put others before yourself and you just always include and thank other people and just make them feel wanted like they want to be there. And then I think you're going to have a lot of success and it's going to take you very, very far. So like I said, not going to continue to ramble today. Just something that was on my mind. Um, wanted to give a little business update, talk about that and the whole uh, we instead of me thing. And that's, that's how I want to look at life is we instead of me. And that's how I want our business to be ran and uh, I want to, I want to be that as an employer uh, as we grow along years to come. If we start other companies, um, whatever we may do, uh, I just wanted to have the we instead of me mentality. Um, so what I want to do is really I want to finish out the show with this clip. It's about ten minutes long, uh, and we'll leave the link in the bio for credit to go there. But if you want to go watch it, but this is a it's a YouTube uh, clip, and I forget the name of the guy. His name is actually uh, and I and I know you've probably seen him before, but. <laughs> and there started playing in the background. Uh, Simon Sinek, that's what it was. I think that's how you say his name. I've seen a lot of videos on him. But this is a very good video about talking about a team and uh, building that relationship and uh, just everything involved with that. And being a parent, he talks about being a parent in here as well and just being a leader. And, and the, all of those things, It's everything he talks about applies to what we talked about today. And so it's just about 10 minutes. I want to end the show with that. I don't want to get on here and ramble any longer. I want to bring some value. So if you want to, li- listen in for the next 10 minutes. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. You might want to listen to it two or three times over again um, because that's when you really really things start to set in. So uh, go listen to this clip. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, leave us a rating and review. Those really help us. Uh, Leave us a five-star. Share us on your Instagram stories if you want. We'll repost that. Love seeing the support there. 
And I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening for another to another episode today. It really means a lot. I never take it for granted. Looking forward to some great guests that we have coming up here on the show in the future. Uh, really soon, actually. We're going to have some really great podcast uh, episodes coming out. And like I said, Marriage Mondays, hopefully starting this week. If not this week, then the next week and uh, this coming week. And it's going to be a really fun time. It's going to be a really fun time. We're going to start a lot, uh, talking about a lot of different topics. And I think it can really, really help benefit uh, you and your marriage and your business. So... Without any further ado, we're going to wrap this one up. Take a listen to this about 10-minute clip here to end the show, and we will catch up with everybody here on the next episode. Uh, What does it mean to be healthy? You're asking me the question, what does it mean to be a great parent? Like, I don't have five things to be a great parent, right? It's a lifestyle, and it comes number one with the commitment that I'm responsible for the life of another human being, the growth of another human being. The closest thing to leadership is parenting. You have to be an infinite student of parenting. You know, you want to be a parent. You ask your friends, you ask your own parents, you join groups, you read magazines, you watch talks, whatever it is you're constantly consuming, how to deal with this constantly changing challenge of being a parent. And it's ups and downs and successes and failures, you know, and that's what it is. Leadership is the same. Leaders, great leaders are students of leadership. No matter how achieved they may be, um, they're still learning. Um, And it's a lifestyle. It's the lifestyle of what I need to do to look after people, which includes things like listening, uh, learning how to give and receive feedback, um, learning how to have effective confrontations, how to discipline when necessary in a way that's constructive. Um, Roam the halls, get to know people, learning what it means to, to ask somebody questions. How do you ask questions? You know, like some people are naturally good at being curious about other human beings and some people are uncomfortable because they're introverts or whatever socially awkward, but we can learn, you know? How do you learn to remember people's names? Well, I'm bad at names. No, you've just decided you're bad at names. We can learn to be good at names so that when we walk down the hall and say, hey, Tom, oh my God, he remembers my name. It's a nice feeling. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. There are many, many things we have to do and constantly work on to be a great leader to create that environment. Everything that we're talking about in The Infinite Game is really, 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 really hard. It is so much easier to build a company based on short-term ambitions than it is an infinite cause. It just is, right? It's also fun, right? Until it's not. Um, Less inspiring, but sometimes sometimes fun, right? Hitting a goal feels good, right? Um, It's much easier to just hire and fire people frequently, hire fast, fire fast, as to hiring slowly and and firing slowly because we, we try and take care of our people as best we can. It's just, it's hard to build teams. All of that stuff we talked about leadership, like what am I supposed to do to build a trusting team? Well, I wish I could give you a list of five things. It's really, really hard to be a parent. It's much easier to be an uncle or an aunt or not have kids, right? It's hard, right? So why do it, you know? It's fun and, and, and exciting to, be, to try and beat our competitors, you know? But to, to have to face our own weaknesses every day, oh, that's exhausting. You know, existential flexibility, I'd rather not. I just would rather not. So, so the reason this takes courage to completely change our mindset, A, about the game that we're actually players in um, and how we want to approach these things and do we want to shift our mindset and our organizations to prepare for the infinite game, to be organized for the infinite game, it takes courage because we're going to be swimming upstream in a world that is very finite driven. You know, the pressures on us are overwhelming from Wall Street or our own egos or from internal incentive structures or our bosses, whatever it is. The pressures are overwhelming for us to play the finite game. 
And so how do you stand up to massive external pressure? Courage. And courage is something that comes from relationships. You know, it's external. A, a, a world-famous trapeze artist would never attempt a brand-new death-defying act for the first time without a net. They would never do it. So why do we think that we could do something difficult without external support, too? Um, I've had the opportunity to meet real heroes, people who've risked their lives to save the lives of others with the belief that they were going to die. And they didn't. And when asked, why did you do it, they all say something similar, which is they would have done it for me. It's external. And so we have to have, we have to take the time to foster and take care of people around us, to nurture our relationships, because when we're going to be doing something difficult, when we're going to be swimming upstream, when we're going to be innovating and, 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 and doing something different, there are days we're going to doubt ourselves, there are days we're going to get knocked in our ass, there are days that storms are going to rise, and we have to have people who say, I got your back. You need to do this. We need you. The world needs this. Keep going. I believe in you. You know? Um, and so courage, courage comes from, from not only our willingness to do that for others, but then their willingness to do it for us. And if we commit ourselves to a just cause and we're willing to, to do those things, then, you know, the great thing is we take a lot of people with us and change the world for the better. And isn't that sort of the, the point of an infinite life? to leave this world in better shape than we found it, to leave the companies that we work for in better shape than when we started, to leave our families stronger and better capable than, than they can do without us. You know, isn't, isn't that what it means to live an infant life, that we can live, literally live on beyond our own lives? So now when people have that and they take that mantle on and they have the ecosystem around them that gives them that powerful support that they need to really be courageous, and I'll assume for a second that the people watching this, they have that, one thing that I imagine a lot of people feel helpless to do is influence the culture of the company that they're already in. So is your, what is your advice for somebody that's in a company that they, they don't have an infinite-minded culture? Don't. Don't be there? No. Don't try and influence that which you cannot influence. Don't control that which you cannot control. You know, an infinite mindset means that is something I can't do, but I can influence and take care of the people to the left of me and to the right of me. I can take care of the people who work for me. I can even take care of the person I work for. Sometimes we have a toxic boss, not because they're bad, but because we don't understand the pressure they're under. Sometimes to simply exhibit empathy to our boss. You know, hey boss, you were really harsh on us today. Everything all right? What's going on? I'm worried about you, you know? Um, I'm here, like we can, we can succeed together. I'm, we're here to help you, you know? If we're, no matter where we are inside the organization, Leadership is not about rank or authority. Leadership is taking responsibility for the people around us. And so any, anybody on any team at any rank at any level can be a leader. The first choice is that we have to want to be. A dear friend of mine, Lieutenant General George Flynn from the Marine Corps, said that the first criterion to being a leader is you have to want to be one. Um, so any of us can volunteer to be a leader. Um, and that's what you do. You commit yourself to seeing that the people with whom we work on a daily basis love coming to work. They feel that someone's got their back. They feel supported. They feel that they have top cover. They feel someone cares about them as a human being, listens to them, knows their story, allows them to be themselves. We can be that leader. Um, and what you start to see is those teams become really high-performing. Those teams become super tight. And you start to hear rumors across the company because everybody wants into that team because apparently it's a great team to work with, to work on. Um, and before you know it, one of those people goes and moves to another team and they take everything that they learn leadership is learned and they do it for another team and if we take that infinite mindset 
and eventually the tail will wag the dog. And it doesn't matter if it's this CEO or another CEO because we will outlast whoever's in charge right now, and that's the goal. We're doing this for the good of the organization, we're doing this for the good of the cause, right? And the tail can wag the dog. I love that. I think you've got your finger on something so important right now, and I can feel um, this shift. It was, it, I can feel that there's a shift happening, but they need the words to understand it, and I feel like your book delivers that. And to me, it was when you were explaining that the breakthrough moment for you was when you read about Infinite Games, and suddenly you had the lexicon with which to conceptualize all this. And I feel like what your book is delivering on is giving people the, the framework with which to understand it. I can't remember where I saw this, but there was something that said, oh, there's this color, shade of blue that's been lost forever, not because it doesn't exist in, in waveforms of light, but because we don't have a word for it. And because we don't have a word for it, we can't conceptualize it. And thusly, our brain just shunts it off into one of the colors that we do have a name for. I thought, whoa, that's so powerful and so true and so accurate to the way that the brain works. And reading the book, that's what this felt like. It was like, now people are going to be able to talk about it in a way that's going to let them conceptualize what a company culture can be, the way that the company can be driven by something bigger than the profits. It gives them that organizing principle. I think that's so incredibly powerful. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I agree. And I mean, that's what happened for me, which is I found words for the discomfort I had. I had, found, I had words for, you know, when people called me naive and said, you don't understand how business works. I didn't have a, a response because I didn't have words. I just had a feeling. And they had more success than me, and they had more power than me, so I didn't say anything. You know, call me old-fashioned. I'd like to work for a company that outlasts me. I'd like to work for a company where I can feel like I can be myself when I go to work. Uh, I'd like to work for a company where I feel that my boss actually cares about me like I'm a human being, um, rather than a, you know, just a number on a spreadsheet. I'm with you there. Where can people find more about you? Where can they engage in this movement? Um, you know, I think the, the, the question is, you know, when people say, how do I join the movement? How do I be a part of it? Um, I always ask people the same thing, which is be the leader you wish you had. Become a student of leadership. Study it. Read about it. Watch things about it. Practice it every day. You know, like be a parent, you know, like join the movement means I'm, I'm going to take care of my team. Sometimes I'm in a leader, leadership position and sometimes I'm not and it doesn't matter. I'm going to practice leadership. If I'm a salesperson, you know, I'm a, if, I'm, if I work at the, if I work at, uh, the, the check-in counter of an airline, I'm going to take care of the people I work with. I'm going to take care of the customers as if, as if they're my family. You know, like practice leadership, learn about it, study it. Um, because I do these things because I, I recognize I'm just a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. You know, it's one of the reasons I wanted to come talk to you on camera. It's because, you know, when we do a jigsaw puzzle, the first thing you do is lean the, the picture, the, the, the box against the wall, and then you start putting the pieces together to build that picture. My job in this movement, I'm the guy who points at the box. Right? I'm pointing at the picture, pointing at the picture, maybe pointing out a couple of the pieces and where they go, but I need lots of people to join me. We need lots of people to join us um, who say, I have a piece of the puzzle. I'm willing to lead this way. I'm willing to abandon Milton Friedman ideals and, and, and do something bigger something more, follow the, you know, live with an infinite mindset, lead with an infinite mindset, um, and put their piece down and say, how can I help build that vision? We, we, there's, we need the army. And so how people can engage in the movement is actually practicing all the stuff. More than anything else, that's what we need. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. We know you have many other podcast options to choose from, and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. 
Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.